Warning, this episode contains content of a mature nature. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. It's time for the Voice of Reason podcast. Here are your hosts, Sean Phillips, Andy Van Beber, and Travis Kirkendall. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the Voice of Reason podcast. You heard it from our brand new intro that was presented last week from the great and powerful Bryson Van Beber. Thank you so much, my friend. Drum it's amazing roll, how, please. how you, you can be oh, wait, so man, talented yeah, when... Uh, uh, <laughs> it is amazing how, how your son is so talented when, you know, you are... You're the one bringing him up. It actually blows my mind. There. Yeah, I have. It clearly, listen, it's not genetic because you know clearly it's the whole racist, you know, Chinese kid, you know, dumb American. You know, at some point he's going to come in back and say, "God, you're stupid." I, you know what? I don't think it's he's going to come back and say it. I think he's already. Right yeah, he's already. When he, when he yeah. when he goes to bed and he says his prayers, he goes, "God." I don't know why you made my dad so dumb, but here we are. I just and, sit there. Uh, that's, that's about the end of it. But you know what? At least you might be dumb, but you're you're hung like a donkey. So you know what? <laughs> that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah, to, to bring it in, that is my co-host, Mr. Andrew Van Beber, and my good friend, another co-host, Travis Kirkendall, Ooh. is here. Gentlemen, how are we both doing? What an intro for V there, man. <laughs> Talk about me being... You know, I'm just sitting here like, this, this is what's going on, you know. I'm just sitting here. If you're not uncomfortable yet, you're going yeah, to. Yeah, right. Oh, God. So He is uncomfortable because he's sitting on his balls right now. They're so mad. <laughs> I, so, there was a, that was, there was a, the last episode of Saturday, I'm Janine watches Saturday Night Live stuff, and there was a, there's this, Saturday Night Live did this skit of, about, Old guys, are you tired of sitting on your balls? Here's the, and it's like this. It was like a jock strap for your ball sack, and it just like hung up. And I was like, in you know, every, like, all these guys, like, oh, oh, so thank you. I just, you know, oh my God. So, no, so to give the listeners, so we, this week, we did some searching in the news, and like there wasn't anything that really sparked our interest as far as kind of what the show is about, oh, what we cover. Um, there were some topics we wanted to get into, but unfortunately, we just really didn't have the time to do adequate research to make it a good episode. So we're kind of going all over the place this one. We're going to throw some tinfoil hats called, on. And, hence why it's um, called this Open gonna, Mic Night. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Um, oh, I hope you guys yeah, enjoy geez. it. Jeez. Did you long for the ride? Yeah, we didn't do it last night. Uh, I, I made the uh, the, the uh, whirlwind triple clear <clears throat> to Chicago last night. That was, I told Travis that I don't know how he does it every day, but God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> yep. And the lovely Miss Kirkendall there in the background. Look at that. Travis definitely oh, married yeah. up, and you know, we know we know Sean's you know going to marry up. So I mean, you know, so no big time. So Great I'm going to, it's expensive to keep up, to keep Tody up with the shroud, but here we are. 
okay. Yeah. I'll let that you gotta go. do what you gotta do. Man, yeah. you gotta eat. So, Travis, I'm gonna turn the steering wheel over to you, pal, and uh, we'll talk about this and other things and whatever else we can get to, but Travis... Are we starting with this? Uh, <laughs> we don't have to. I mean, I can go with something else if you like. I mean... I, I don't I, care. I, we can get I, into I, it. No, so I, we were going to freebase this, but I, there is a topic that I was having a conversation with a friend last week and we got on this discussion. I was like, man, this would be a hilarious podcast episode to get into. So I kind of went down this rabbit hole with it and then we had the idea of just shooting from the hip to sweet episode. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send it. And I wasn't even going to tell you guys I was going to go this route, but then there was a couple clips I wanted to include and I was like, ah, we're not going to be able to do it on the spot. I better let Andy know what we're doing before we do it. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll start with this. Um, so I have, for those who are listening, have you ever, if you guys ever watched the movie Eyes Wide Shut, have you ever heard of the no, movie or I, seen it? Well, it's, it's, that movie should have been rated NC-17 because that movie was, that, uh, that, that was Epstein before <laughs> it was Epstein, man. I'm telling you. That movie is wild. So it's got Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman in it. When they were still married. Were they married? I didn't know yes, that. Yes, they were. Okay. So, uh, what, what was that movie from? All right, let me Google search this. So, I, so Stanley, it's, Stan, I saw, it's a Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick film for anybody. I heard that guy was a nut. He So he did, Sean, you, he did A Clockwork Orange. He did uh, Doctor Strange Love. He did, uh, did he do Apocalypse Now? I don't know if he did Apocalypse. No. Um, he did his 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 big three, like probably in my opinion, the ones he's most famous for are um, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, that's what I would. Okay. The Clockwork Orange and The Shining. And then all oh, The Shining, and then Doctor Strange. And, and Doctor Strange Love was it, those were all. And Doctor Strange Love was his attempt at a comedy because it had. Um, oh, this is this will date you guys, but for any older listeners, he had Peter Sellers in it. Who was this former? Like a, he was a former Nazi who was hired by the U.S. It's it, but it's all Stanley. Kub- just to say, Stanley Kubrick's work is you have to have like 2001: Space Odyssey is um it's a it's AF one it's one of AFI's top one. all those actually all of his movies. I, I forgot another one that is also super duper popular. Um, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, that's, that's what I. Oh. Not Apocalypse Now. That's that's where I got to mix up. Not Apocalypse Now, but yeah, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. I I knew it was a Vietnam era movie. But I just couldn't remember which one it was. So yeah, and so yeah, Stanley Kubrick is a. I mean he he's definitely something to behold. But go ahead, Travis. All right. So this movie's from 1999, and. I, I saw this movie recently. I watched it two weekends ago. I'm sorry. Um, well, I was. There's a whole another story as to why I wanted to watch the movie. But anyway, I watched the movie, and what caught my attention was before I watched the movie, I read a bunch of reviews on it, and a lot of people were reviewing the movie, saying like, "This is a horror movie. This is it, it's scary. This is a scary movie, and how realistic this is, and how like this something like this can actually happen." And I was kind of like, what is this about? And so to give people context, um, let me look up the uh, – let me look up the description. Well, I guess I can wing it. So Eyes Wide Shut is about a, a married couple, and so the wife admits to the husband that she's having sexual fantasies about another man. And then he starts to kind of go crazy, and in the process, he, he goes out with the intent of going to cheat on her. 
and he's going out at night. And in the process of going out and trying to do this thing, he uncovers this underground sex cult of like billionaires and like social elites. And it is just, it's a wild movie. Um, the, the trailer is very misleading on what the movie's about. But anyway, I, I, so I watched the movie and then after reading the reviews and stuff, I kind of went down this rabbit hole. I'm like, why are people saying this is so realistic? And like, why are people calling it a horror movie? And obviously everyone has heard the news about Epstein and the whole island and all the parties and stuff they used to do out there. And then I also remember there was uh, Alex Jones has, <laughs> in all his glory, has multiple times talked about um, this um, – these parties that these elites would do like political elites and stuff like that were very similar to eyes wide shut. And you, I sent you a clip where he kind of briefly touches on that. We're like the eyes wide shut's real. These things actually happen. These people are going together. And what's the name of that? Uh, uh, that place in Northern California, Bohemian, um, Bohemian Grove, I think it's called. So there's a, there's a, there's a place called Bohemian Grove. And apparently this has this location ties into like, Something to do with the Manhattan Project and where they did some tests and stuff or I don't know what, but it somehow ties into that. But anyway, it's a place where like a bunch of political elites go and like get together and drink and party and stuff like that. But it's been tied to like sex cult slash orgy type of like crazy stuff that goes on with the elites and stuff. And then what caught my eye is I did a quick YouTube search just of like um political elite sex orgy whatever because i was like trying to figure out like is this movie based off of anything and mind you this movie's in 1999 mm -hmm. there was a, a vice interview um that oh. was i believe that was only a year ago i watched that was, and it, that was horrifying it's wild isn't it yeah so this whistleblower he was a manager at these like luxury hotels comes out and with vice and he talks about how like these billionaires would come in and they would rent. They would rent out entire floors of these luxury hotels. Entire We're hotel, two hundred fifty thousand. Entire hotel, to, yeah. at minimum. Just, yeah, yeah, or the entire hotel. Yeah, exactly. That one. That was yeah. the second part of the second. He said, there. he said the entire hotel. Yeah, they would come rent out these whole hotels. These people would come, and they would have these giant sex orgies with drugs and everything. And I was just. My mind's just like, whoa, like this is insane. Uh, if you want to share that, if you want to share those clips from that, it's pretty I didn't, wild. I, no, I, didn't I didn't have time to take any from that, but it was. Okay, no no big deal. People can go to Vice or you can go on YouTube and look up Vice uh, whistle hotel whistleblower I'll put sex that, parties. I'll put that I'll put that link in the, uh, let me put that link. Absolutely in insane stuff that came out of that. And then the Alex Jones stuff kind of ties into it as well. And then, yeah, obviously the recent news with Epstein that's come out about it, it really makes you wonder, like, what world do these people live in when they have this kind of money and um, this kind of stuff? I mean, it's just insane that – it's insane to think that this movie, Eyes Wide Shut, is actually possibly based off of some reality here. Exactly. Right. And I – And then – That was – that I, – I had a hard time – but then you sent when tell about the Trump the Trump thing that you put out, that you posted out there for I mean yeah we've we've actually talked about this before but there's a there's clips um uh this was back in I think that was 89 or 91 like early 90s or late 80s there's videos of Trump and Epstein together at a party in Mar-a-Lago 
And Trump's come out and said that, like, when the whole Epstein thing happened, Trump kind of defended himself and said, well, you know, I never really liked the guy. We weren't really friends or acquaintances. Like, yeah, it just, I never was a fan of the guy. Like. But in that video, they look pretty friendly. Like, you yeah. know, Trump's loose. He's dancing next to the guy. You know, they're sitting there talking and chatting, smiling. You can't. I, I don't know. I'm not convinced. You can't tell me that they weren't friends. And I mean, the the, the body language and like the video of that, just I think it doesn't do Trump any justice. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if Trump was into something like that. Let's be real. Um, and I, I this is tinfoil haddish, but like supposedly the list, the whole like flight log list that came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if was. Was Donald Trump on it? I think Ivanka Trump's name was on it, but I don't know if Donald Trump's name was on it. I hadn't heard. Um, I, I don't know. And I don't even know if that list was actually the real list or not. I remember reading names. This was like, know, like over a year ago since I've seen the list, but it just makes you wonder. It really does. If you go to our, if you go to our, if you go to our uh, Facebook page right now, I just posted the video, that that Vice video that we mentioned it's so wild it is. and his description of like the rooms when they took like the black light yeah and, like, the walls the ceiling and then the second the second skit i or I, where i told you the two, 220 mark on yeah. yeah when he talks about what they do with the shower head and it's like oh yeah. my god yeah. these people are nuts they're like the it's just insane what? and and what do you think it's crazy to think that this is actually happening well this is this is, i want to so I'm I'm going to come at this from my standpoint and my beliefs and my views. What and I'll I'll just ask you straight up. What do you think? I mean, I have I have my church answer that people don't want to hear, but I, I what do you think drives people to this level of just saying, "Hey, we're going to we're going to sex it up tonight and we're going to just go crazy and I mean, what do you think drives people to that? To have that, does I mean, is it just the fact that they have the money and they have that power, or is it? Uh, I, I think it's a couple of things. So, like, obviously, polygamy isn't like a really, a, it's not a new thing. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, we we've grown up hearing about the idea of like sex orgies and stuff all the time. I mean, it's it's a real thing. People are into it. Whatever. Um, a funny story. So, my army base, I was stationed at uh, Fort Richardson. Supposedly. CID did a big criminal investigation and busted a bunch of households. So apparently what they used to do there, if the home had a peacock statue in front of it, like out in their garden, it meant that that house was open to potential others to come in and, you know, be friendly with one another. And that was, it was actually a, apparently the pineapple. a pretty big investigation. The pineapple. Is that another thing you heard? Yeah. So that's like, that's like the, a big thing for, it's like the international swingers symbol is it? so so there's like a bit where it's that. like homes that like on the front porch or like on the door like there's a like a like a pineapple item that's hanging from it is apparently like a swinger so same thing where like cruises so yeah. when you go to a cruise like i just, there's there's countless videos sure you go on you could you could, you could just quite literally you go on twitter you go on tiktok and just type in cruise and pineapple and there'll be videos of people that are like going down a corridor and then there will be a random door that has like what looks like an air freshener maybe but it's a pineapple hanging on it and that is essentially the the international swinger symbol for we're here to party kind of thing so you you, when you said peacock you know like in their front yard it was like yeah that's 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 what that's 
It's the pineapple. But V, to answer your question specifically about this instance of like billionaires and elites doing it, I think it's just the fact that they feel that they're just so powerful and they have so much money that they can just do it. And it's like, I mean, look at Epstein. He he thought he was untouchable. Like there was there was numerous times they tried to bring the guy down, but he just he just kept doing it and wasn't even like really hiding it that well because he like I forget the amount of money that they like proposed to like bail him out. Like his bail, they they offered like eight hundred million dollars. Like they were really like he they thought were, he could just buy his way out of it of the the well, charges. They knew, and and yeah, stuff. they knew like, it was a flight risk too. So I the <sighs> I think it's a power thing, 100%. Even though, like, Alex Jones talks about with like, – I know it's Alex Jones, but we're having fun here. Uh, but, like, Alex Jones talks about, like, how he, he infiltrated one of these um, ceremonies and stuff. And it's, it's basically a power trip where, like, these politicians, um, they try to one-up each other via sexual activity as a mean of, like, power trip each other. to like It's a game of dominance, like – but it's, like, human beings doing it. And it's just – wild and it's you can call him a conspiracy it's conspiracy theorist and he is but he says stuff like this but then you hear whistleblowers from like hotel like hotel managers coming out and talking about this there's a whole movie based off this idea we know swingers are real we know people do it every town's got on whether you want to believe it or not and just at that level it's just insane man and so I haven't seen the new the new Sound of Freedom movie, so I don't know what like I want to see that aspect of like I, it's I want to see it too, and it's nuts that that's a thing, but like well, and what role miners play in this is just disgusting, and like can I? But you know, but scary as you know, it's it, it's going on. Go ahead, try, go ahead. That's Sean. what's terrifying. So I wanted so my two cents on it. The of when you when you say like why you know what's your thoughts on why it happens. So I look at it this way. And this is just from like my perspective. So think about like the towns that we grew up, that we lived in or areas that we've lived or not just we've lived, but, you know, in, in let's just use like St. Louis, for example. Right. Um, everywhere you go, like that idea of lust and, and craziness kind of happens. Like, I don't want to like, I'm not going to throw people under the bus. I'm not going to say names. But long story short, I know people personally, individuals that I have met personally that have done things like this, like just long story short, I know individuals that have had group sex with like eight people where it was one one female and seven dudes that was all consensual. But that's a, like a thing that I, I knew that happened. Right. And so but that's in Pike County, Missouri. OK, that was in Pike County. Now, <laughs> but now okay so wait, wait a minute wait a minute i'm not dropping names no. <laughs> i'm not but, gonna ask so that, right? but now hmm. now we go to places like new york or any any place where there's these these big areas, right? Where and whether that movie's it's politicians, based on New York too. <laughs> so whether it's politicians, whether it's extremely rich individuals, um, like stockbrokers, business owners, in Los Angeles, you know, you have celebrities, you have all these people, right, that have all this status. I think about it now too, where like I'm just going to use the guy side of it. I'm not even going to talk about the women's side of it, but again, we have women's side of it because, and I'll get to that here in a second. But take the men's side of it, right, where you have 
where you have, you know, you've been in a movie, for example, right? You're you're an up and coming face. People kind of know you. You're getting into clubs free. You're getting all this stuff free, right? And then you're put in a situation. You're in a situation, right? Maybe it's the first time in your life where some of the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your life, like, are coming on to you. And you're just like, you're you're like, this can't be real. Like, this is the craziest thing. And that kind of stuff continues. And then when and maybe drugs are introduced, alcohol is introduced. Right. And so you're just you're kind of like you're going through the motions. You're going through the motions. And I'm not saying every time I'm seeing that there are some people that just do that. Like, that's what it is. You know, you hear you hear rappers, you hear like look at fucking James Harden spends half yeah. of his fucking NBA salary at strip clubs, yep. in whatever city yep. that he lives in. Like there, you know, some people just enjoy that. But then <laughs> but so let's say you're in that kind of situation and let's say you you're you're doing drugs or something right and maybe you're doing some wild shit and you don't even know what you're doing and then all of a sudden you know hey like someone comes up to you one of your buddies like hey what my cousin from this place is coming up and then all of a sudden that cousin shoots you a message on instagram and he's like hey i got a video of you naked having sex with people i'm gonna sell it to tmz unless like you start doing stuff for me right Black unless you start doing it's like stuff epstein was doing to like Black people man. So like it's the it's the argument that people have about Tom Cruise like why why wouldn't he not leave Scientology when there's all this bad stuff and some people are like they might just have things mm -hmm. on him that he thinks would derail him that would ruin him. I'm not saying that's in the case for all of these things, but I'm saying like when people have like that much money and that much power and and when new things are introduced, you kind of like when it's the first time you kind of just like you get you get overtaken by it. Like you can't believe that it's happening and then it starts to happen. And now like this, the, when we, when a lot of times the first things that people always harp on all the time with these things are, is the pedophilia, right? They're always like, it's fucking, it's a bunch of old nasty men and women politicians mm -hmm. having sex with 10 year old kids and eight year old kids. And like, that's the, you know, that that's what they harp on. Um, and I'm not saying that that's not prevalent, but I'm like, but in my opinion, I don't think that it's like, you don't walk into this party, you know, after, you know, people meet at the White House at some gala. And then afterwards, it's like, hey, we're just going to take all these people that are that are notoriously famous or wealthy. And then they're just going to have this big old orgy with a bunch of children. I think where a lot of that might stem from is like maybe there's one scumbag there. Mm -hmm. There's like one real shitty guy there. Mm -hmm. And maybe he does have like a child or maybe he approaches a politician a celebrity, something like that says, Hey, do you want to try this number? Like, do you want to try this thing? So there could be a hundred people at a party doing one thing. And then in one, one room that no one's at, this one bad thing is happening. And then when that gets out or say that person gets busted, then to the world, it's, Oh my God, these hundred people at this party were doing this one thing. And I, so in the case of like Jeffrey Epstein, we know there were legitimately well, yeah, there's a lot of trafficking going on. Children involved, yeah. the children. Now, now, does that mean, like, so for example, I fucking, I don't, I don't care for Tom Hanks movies. Like, I, I just, I never have, I never will. He's... Tony even doesn't really like Tom Hanks. I know a bunch of people that don't like Tom Hanks. And it's it's kind of common knowledge now that Tom Hanks necessarily isn't, like, the nicest guy, even though he portrays one in these movies that he's the nicest guy. Mm -hmm. But all the time, people are always talking about how, like, Tom Hanks was on Epstein's flight logs. Tom Hanks was on Epstein's flight log, all this stuff. But it's like, does that necessarily mean that Tom Hanks likes children? No. Like, 
it's possible that people know but, people that are bad people without knowing the bad things that go behind by, it. Like, look at, I think look it's at, guilty look by association. Harvey Weinstein. I think it's guilty. But okay, guilty by association. But but what if? Okay, so here for example, if you were best friends with someone, you hung out with them every every single day, right? Every single day you hung out with this individual, and then you find out later that they were like a serial rapist. Like you mm-hmm. and and yeah, I get what you're again. Saying. It's hard for someone to say, wait, wait a minute, that, that that can't be true. Like it's the same people that defended, like um, I think the directors was uh, um, Roman Polanski. Like yeah. Roman Polanski yep. was yep. was apparently like a pedophile. He was, big and pedophile. then there were people that had worked with him for years that were his friend for years that like came to his aid whenever he was being accused of these things, regardless of whether they were true or not. Because I think for some people they might not be like, there's no way my friend, this person could do that. Like, and it's the same reason why we know people that do horrible things that are defended by people that are close to them, because I think it's their perspective of what that person is, is actually warped. Like it's just, there's no way they could do that. You know, when I look at, when I I go, when I go to look at stuff like this and, for uh, you mentioned Sound of Freedom, and I, I I'm just going to briefly, briefly. This is I've seen about a thousand gazillion memes about this on Facebook, of course, from all. But you know, there the comparison is you know, Sound Sound of Freedom's not getting the the street credit deserved because it's a you know it's Jim Caviezel and it's you know he's kind of a that cross between the A and B list actor and it's about it's about a sensitive subject that, you know, would step on a lot of people's toes. But yet, you know, this critically acclaimed thing on Netflix the cuties is, you know, exploiting children and blah blah blah. You know, I think that I think that what happened here was Jim Caviezel happened on and I'm I'm assuming from what I've read this is based upon a true story is what I'm assuming. It's based the the whole thing about the sound of freedom is based on a truth. I think it's where it's like it's you know based on true events so they might take a bunch yeah, of stories yeah, and yeah, then kind of yeah. create a story out of it. And yeah. so uh, to me the whole thing the whole thing with this to me is what is part of the problem within a society today is because it's it starts with something and again my opinion is going to be different than what a lot of other people's opinions going to be but I think that we are we are a perverse, and it's not a nation. It's I mean it's a worldwide thing because trafficking goes on worldwide. And then when to me it's insulting also when people say, well, you know, we're powerful and rich and we're all this stuff and we're going to just you know we're going to have all these orgies and we're going to do all this stuff and we're going to and you you peasants can't destroy the place. Yeah, right. And I, I, the things that I have seen, you know, when we were in, Janine and I went to uh, Jamaica for our for our honeymoon. And so there was this, we did, you know, we did the boat tours and we did all this stuff. And we went by this one club and the guide on the boat said, okay, I ask that now all the children turn your heads and look the other way. Because we were, we're going by, past this club. And I'd saw the I'd saw this club on the way into our, but it's called Club Club Hedonism, and it's a hedonistic, so it's a hedonistic resort there in Jamaica. And there were, I mean, it was nude beach and guys, and just you know nobody was having sex on the beach or anything like that. But I talked to the guy later, and he's like, "Oh yeah," he said there were there people would be out there, two or three people on the beach going at it, and and just 
and it, and it's a but it's a club where anything goes and to me there's there's just an issue i you know i've I mean, lust is a lust is a common is a is a thing that's in anybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care how homely you are or how hot you are or how I'm this straight. It's something. It's human that, nature. It's in our nature, and it's one of those things within human nature that can get us into trouble. And then when we're literally caught, pardon the pun, but we're caught with our pants down. You know, everybody is. We're gonna. And, you know, I, I've always, and I, I made jokes about it for the longest time. I had Epstein jokes. I still get, I still get it on my Facebook memories, but you do not have to be the most intelligent person in the room to know that Epstein was murdered. He didn't commit suicide. Oh, what did he yeah. have to, I mean, I would, I would be curious as to what his, what his financial worth was at the time of his death. I would bet multi-millions of dollars, you know. What did that guy have to die? I mean, he, he, he didn't want to die, but yet, like you said, Sean, you you had, and I, you know, I heard Tom Hanks. I heck, one of my favorite musicians, Phil Collins. They said frequented that island a lot, uh, you know, and and then you had the the famous, the infamous, um, the last time that Ricky Gervais uh, hosted the Oscars, and he roasted everybody in that room. For basically everything from pedophilia to being a sex addict, and uh, that's and that you look at you go to look that up on YouTube. I mean, it's one of the most hilarious things. But there's a shot that I I've seen, and people have made memes of it. Is Tom Hanks with his eyes just he's just like, I can't believe he's talking about this. You know, I don't well, know the whole Epstein thing. With another thing too is like. I, like you're talking about Epstein getting murdered, and like he, he obviously like had dirt on a lot of big people. I mean, and I heard this about on Rogan. I just googled it. So Epstein had a portrait of Bill Clinton in a dress. What's the symbolic? <laughs> what's like, what's the symbology of that? Oh, there's. Yeah. That's like Rogan. Like, and Rogan's like, that's got you, bitch. That's what it's. That's what that is. Like, mm -hmm. that's like, hey, I got you. I got something on you and it's, I know it's like, we're just throwing theories out, but it, it it's just such a wild topic. And I, I love the idea of like going back to where we started, like the, the, the film's called eyes wide shut. And I think it relates to this whole topic. This stuff is obviously going on. Like you, it took me a couple of Google searches. Like it didn't, I didn't go down the rabbit hole very long. Like it was just like 30 minutes Google searching before bed. I came up with disturbing. all this stuff. Yeah. It's right in front of us. And yet we close our eyes to it. This stuff is going on like at big levels. And yet it's just like a talk about it. Uh, well, you know? so when you, when you look at, I mean, and there's still, even to this day, there's still a lot of people, Okay, so here's some of the names. Just some, I'll mention you. So who flew on, you, you mentioned the flight list. Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Earth. Kevin Spacey, Chris Tucker, Bill Gates, Prince Andrew, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Itzhak oh, yeah, Prince Andrew. They had photos with that guy, right? Yeah. There was a photo with him and a girl there with uh, yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell. Right. And, yeah. John, former U.S. Senator and first man in space, John Glenn. 
okay, former Senator uh, Leader George Mitchell. And then you looked at, okay, who were some of, and then there's this other site that said, who were more of his associates and business partners. Uh, Hood Barak, who was, this is before your guys' time, but he was former Israeli Prime Minister. Bill Gates, uh, uh, presidents of universities. William Burns, CIA Director William Burns. Okay, uh, Noam Chomsky, who's a, a guy who's a big professor at you guys, but he's a big professor at MIT. Um, you know, all of the the Rothschilds, God, the Rothschilds. Okay, there's your there's another one of your tinfoil, you know. But all of these. So I just did a Google search. One more name, supposedly RFK Jr. Yeah. So this is from 2021, right? And why? Wow. Because <laughs> it, these people are so. And let's just let's just go full on tin hat here. Why are these people not? Why is this not? You know, why is Sound of Freedom? Why is this kind of stuff being hushed up? Because of the fact that there, it involves powerful people. You know, here's a picture. I just found a picture of Kennedy and Kennedy's and Epstein. Interesting note: RFK Jr. was present at Ghislaine Maxwell's house in late 2014. There's photos of them together. Holy shit! What do you? Well, not with him, with her, but he's at he's at the party. There's a photo with him there. Well, in the in the video that you the video that you like you said the video you sent was Trump and Epstein there, and I mean you could read. Just Trump's body language, and he said something. He said something to Epstein that just Epstein just about fell over laughing, you know. And I think that this is a this there's is a website a, called Epstein's Black Book. I just looked it up. Oh man! And they have it has all the names nine one thousand nine hundred seventy one names ninety five pages. Oh my God! It's got all the names here. This is wild. Alec Baldwin. That yeah, that's there's another name right there too. So I'm, oh my I'm, God! I wanna, this is nuts. My 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 little rant. I'll finish and then I'll let you guys go with it some more. And then if we need to move on something else, we can. But to me, this is this is part of the problem of where where our society is going in. I think though, but it's it's a little naive. I think it's well, it's a lot naive. It's a lot naive when people said, "Well, that stuff wasn't around back in such and such a time." And I call BS. I I, I call BS because it was you know it was more. Obviously, we didn't have the twenty four hour news cycle. We didn't have social media. We didn't have the web. We didn't have all this stuff. And this stuff. You you think about all of the victims that 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 occurred in this, all the victims that came out of this and never got their story told, never got their. You know, I mean, who knows of, of some poor young boy or young girl who was taken advantage of or killed and buried or had a cement block tied around and put in the bottom of a river stuff that went on in the twenties and the thirties. And, you know, and you look at, you know, you talked about controversial directors, uh, Travis, Oliver Stone, when he did, Oliver Stone was a director who did, he did JFK and he made, a and he stone, Oliver Stone was on, uh, Rogan, 
I think it was last year. Stone Oliver Stone was on Rogan. Last he was year. on there, yeah. And Oliver Stone stands by his stuff. He's like, this is what I produced in JFK was not fiction. You know, he he based it upon, and the some of the stuff in JFK was you know some of the wild sex parties and the stuff and the you know the people who were tied to Kennedy and all of the you know. It was. There's even. They were even talking on Rogan. Apparently, like, there's links to like. There was like psychedelics that like, Kennedy was into like psychedelics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that yeah. they're, they theorized that's why he was so anti-war. Yeah. And that's why he was so against Vietnam. Yeah, and. But the bad problem is the problem of this. When you look at this whole situation, why do people want to keep this quiet? Why do we not want well, to where's see... the news coverage on it? Where's, where's the... the news coverage on Gis- Ghislaine Maxwell's new, like, uh, the whole, uh, trial and everything? Nothing. There, it, it went nowhere. Nothing. The news broke. Epstein, Epstein, you know, died. Um, gone. And there was and a little bit of news for it and it just disappeared. And it's, and it's it... like, this is kind of a big deal. Like, what happened? And there's been nothing, no coverage of it. What happened? Wasn't one of the, like, the, um, uh it was like uh do you remember wasn't one of the judges or like one of the jury members or something like that was like had their they were like there was an attempt on their life or something that happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or was it a judge wasn't that a thing that happened yes it didn't it get was much a, coverage it was, a, it was a judge it was a judge and yeah you know this episode uh, it, it's, totally it's, it's sick it, 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 to me the whole thing you know people we you know we can we can, we can, we can, jo- you know, people joke about it and stuff like that. But the pr- problem is, is that this stuff, this stuff happens in, oh, I just looked up the black book myself. Holy crap. How many pages are, did you say? It's it a long list. And it's a lot of redaction here too. Wow. So there, this is stuff that, ha- and this isn't something that happens, you know, oh, this is out in California, or this is in New York. This is stuff that happens in rural America. I remember, and this was when I was still youth pastor at Pleasant Hill. We had uh, Pike County, Illinois sheriffs talk to us youth pastors and talk and, you know, talk to local schools and stuff like this because... So the there there were always there was a report and this I only know this happening one time but it was a report of this white van that was just going around it would be spotted at you know on Pleasant Hill backroads and then they spotted it in Pittsfield and it was just the the sheriff's you know they noticed this van and then they noticed this white Cadillac that would meet up with them and 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 they were telling people you know they were stopping people you know they were like and you hear stories from some of these people say, well, we, we passed by them on a, on a back road and they're, you know, trying to wave us down and we just, but you know, Pike County being, I guess the one thing that when, one time when racism is good, I guess for them, they, they were of, of some kind of Middle Eastern descent or something like that. And they just like drove right on by them, you know? So this is stuff that's yeah, happened. I looked it up. Bobby, Bobby and Mary Kennedy, his late wife who died in, 2010 yeah they're on the list so so why i i just think that this is this is this is definitely a a, you don't you wouldn't you wouldn't think that the you know when people did eyes wide shut okay that's just that 
No, that's that's real stuff. That's Keep in mind, 1999. Yeah. That was 1999, before all this stuff started breaking out, before Alex Jones's thing started getting getting traction. Wild. I mean, what was, what was you know, and I'm sure Stanley Kubrick was in those circles as well. I bet you anything that he was, you know, he was probably privy to some of that stuff, and he's like, okay, hey, I can. What's the name, Stanley Cooper? Kubrick, K-U-B-R-I-K. So, yeah, I. I and we, we, you know, Tony and I actually had a conversation about this recently, where we use uh, the example was uh, Britney Spears, right? So, mm-hmm. if if you guys know anything about her and like her career where you know she was famous as a child and as a teenager and then like the second they didn't wait the second that she turned 18 they turned her into a global sex icon Mm -hmm. at 18 Mm -hmm. 18 and um and then like you know, and, and again, think about like the one thing we don't think about, like when it comes to a lot of these people, it's not just like the celebrities, it's it's the producers, it's the management, like it's a bunch of these other people that are there that want, you know, that that want to meet these beautiful people. And, you know, people like talk about, oh, well, you know, Brittany, you know, went on one off a rocker. She's crazy. She's psycho. It's like, do you know what she went through, yeah, like her right. whole life? And then like what? like the, the narrative about her to be 18 and then you know your 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 agent and your you know the company that you work for and the people that are paying you like hey we're gonna spice it up we got we got a new song written for you it's sexy it's fun you're 18 and you're like and hey guess what you're gonna make millions and millions of more dollars sure yeah i'll do it and then you can't go anywhere without like tabloids taking photos of you and then you look at the news and everyone calls you a whore and calls you a slut and you're just like what the fuck like it would break your psyche and yeah. um, and that like that's the kind of and but here's the thing though, that same thing like that's what Harvey Weinstein was doing to young actresses, in in Hollywood, is he was like this was a guy like I guarantee you if you go back, any there's a good chance you could name your top ten movies from 1995 to 2015, that window, I guarantee you you could be like list me your top 10 movies from that era. There's a good chance that over 50% of them were produced by the Weinstein brothers company. The one, yeah. And, Weinstein group, right. and this was a guy, again, this is the dude, the executive producer of basically every movie that was freaking made for a period of time. That was telling these actresses, these young girls, 18, 19, 20 year old girls, like, Hey, you, 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 come with me you come with my friend you come with this you come do this and i'll I'll put you in a movie yeah i'll get your role and i guarantee you he did i guarantee you there's all kinds of people that 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 happened to doesn't mean their careers went anywhere and i bet he there was again so much blackmail so much other stuff and then you you go to those you go to a party one time and same thing like you know hey just you know come have fun peer pressure like peer pressure is real in these kind of situations and again if you're an aspiring talent could have even been like a, a PA. It could have been a production assistant. You know, you're an aspiring someone that wants to make it in the most one of the most competitive industries in the world, where it's it's feast or famine in this business. Like we, we look at it with the strike, it's feast or famine, and you got and you have the world's 
biggest producer saying, hey, if you just sleep with him and do some drugs a couple of times, he'll, he'll set you up for life. Like, come on. Like, that's that's. Um, but and, and even look at like the uh, again, there were other actors and actresses that were doing it. What I, I forget the name of the gal. Wasn't there an actress it. that just came out? There was like a documentary about her and like how she was like. She was kind of groomed and became like this big sex icon. Yes, it was. She didn't become though? a sex God. icon. Allison Mack. Allison Mack was on a show called Smallville, which was a giant show about, um, you know, Lois Lane and, mm-hmm. and Clark Kent and Superman. And Allison Mack was, you know, the third build name on that show. And essentially she got in with, you know, this guy and, and he had a sex cult and she would recruit actresses and young girls. From the Los Angeles area to get with these guys, NX, and they, NXIV, she would have sex with them. And NXIVM. Like that. Basically, she was she was a, a poor man's Ghislaine Maxwell, essentially, is but not even really poor. It was, like described, just a, it was described as a multi level multi level marketing company selling professional and per, personal development seminars, widely described as a sex cult. Here, uh, what I was talking about, Brooke Shields. Um, oh yeah, did a, yes. uh, yep. documentary. Good, yep. yeah, and yep. she talks about. Uh, focuses on Shields' childhood in the spotlight, shining a light on the sexual exploitation in which she was subjected as her career, as she built her career in modeling and film industry. She did a so she did a movie back in 1980, and she was she I think she was still under 18, and it was called The Blue Lagoon, and yeah. The Blue yeah. Lagoon was it was I mean it was she she had to have been. I, I I can't see her being more than eighteen, and I, I'd almost want to look that up. I forget her age. I'm gonna look that up really quick. But she that was to me that was that was child exploitation, and you know nobody that was fourteen years old when they That's did that, wild when they did that movie. And so I mean she appeared. Jesus. I mean she was never top. There was never any displayed nudity in that film. But there were times that she was topless and she had her hair covering her breast and everything else like that. And I'm just like, okay, this is this to me. And I've never watched the whole. And movie. she's someone with a dude who's basically naked. Christopher like, Lloyd. Cri- what was his name? He what was his age in that movie? He Chris, was like I think uh, his name was Christopher Lloyd. I think was his name. And he was. They were both. You know, I, they were both kids when that movie was made, and that was not Christopher Lloyd. It was uh, another Lloyd. I can't think of his name right now, but yeah, Blue Blue Lagoon star Christopher Christopher Atkins. Christopher Atkins. That's what it was. Christopher, not Lloyd. Christopher Christopher Lloyd's uh, Back to the Future. Geez, uh, Christopher Atkins. Yeah, and it was billed as a romance story, and it was. To me, you know, if you watch just any of the scenes from it, it was, it was kitty porn. And people called it, you know, oh, it's a classic and blah, blah, blah. And it's a coming of age movie. And I was like, no, it's trash. It's trash. It's an uncomfortable movie. I couldn't watch it. It's the it. same it's... thing like the movie or the, the TV show Euphoria. Like, yes, it's yes. a bunch of perfect of aged actors and actresses, but they're portraying high schoolers and there's full nudity and full sex scenes and they are. Yes, they are of age, but they are portraying high school students. What message? So, what message does that? So, this is where, and so this is my gripe. So, what are you? What message when you do Euphoria and you do Cuties and you do, you know, they used to have those reality shows about the about the the child of the child toddlers and tiaras. Yeah, toddlers and tiaras. What message are these people? Well, it gets high ratings and it's great and it's. 
But at what cost? What do you feel? I mean, because it's not all, you don't have everybody who's, you know, 21 and older who are watching this stuff. You got kids who are watching this stuff and this crap is coming into their head. Oh man, that, that happened on euphoria. Did you watch? And I mean, I heard about euphoria all the time. Euphoria, I've heard it's wild. Well, and my kid, I've heard the some kid, wild stuff my kid, my kids would, would tell me about it at school. Oh, they wouldn't talk to me about, it, but I'd hear. Oh, did you watch? Don't tell me what happened on Euphoria. Don't. I'm like, are you kidding me? And so you guys, Travis will actually get a kick out of this. V, have you ever seen the movie called Bruno? Oh, I know what it's about. I mean, I know that's um, okay. Sasha so Baron Cohen, so right? Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen has a movie called Bruno, and one of the funniest bits in that movie. There's a lot of good ones, but one of the funniest ones is. And, and again, you know, this is something that I can see personally, because again, so mind you, for example, today I went to an audition today and in the same casting place where I was, there were a bunch of parents with their kids, probably between ages four and five. Okay. So a bunch of like kid actors that were also going for an audition. And, um, but in that, in that movie and Bruno, he played, he, he disguises himself as like a casting director. And these parents are coming in with their like little baby children between like ages oh, one and two. Yeah, I remember this. And, yeah. and he does this thing where he's like, he's like, yeah, so I, you know, I'm going to do this photo shoot with um, my baby and I'm going to put my baby on a cross. And, you know, would your baby be willing to like play like a Roman soldier, like with him and stuff like, and, and the parents the are parents. like, yeah. And then they were like, they crazy. agreed not with even it? that. Oh, not even yeah. just that. But, oh then, my but God. then Bruno would go like, but no, get this. But then, but then he goes, yeah. So like, you know, if your baby needed to lose about, I don't know, like 10 pounds, do you think that's, you know, by next week, your baby could lose 10 pounds. And, and then the parent goes, if that's what it takes to get them the role. Yeah. Sure. That is yeah, they were so, like, for that they were like, Oh yeah. Terrible. We can make yeah. it happen. And, and like, that and they so were bad. just, they were just God. like, oh, some of these God, parents man. were just saying yes to whatever. Like he was like, does your does your baby know how to operate large machinery? And then and then the dad's like, ah, oh, yeah, he loves that kind of stuff. Like, just he's throwing he is throwing the fucking playbook at these people of just bullshit. And all these parents are, are just like, it. whatever it takes to, to get my kid get the part. The, see, and, oh and that's God. just that's a parody movie. And but see, and here's the, wow. I think that, and in cases like that. Parents, uh, and I've seen it time and time again, parents live their, their lives vicariously through their children. I didn't get the opportunity. I could, you know, it's like from Napoleon <clears throat> Dynamite, whatever that guy's name is like, man, I could throw a football over that mountain and blah, blah, blah. So Uncle even though, Rico. Yeah, Uncle Rico. That's I couldn't think of his name. But, you know, so now Uncle Rico's a parent. Well, I didn't get that opportunity when I was a kid. I'm going to make sure that my kid gets that opportunity, and I want them. Yeah, their kid is like their second chance. They right. use exactly. that as their means of redemption. Exactly. And when you put them into these compromising situations like saying, okay, I mean, what, what do you hear some parents say? What do you need to do to succeed? Do whatever it takes. Okay? Now, if I tell Bryson... Okay, I want you to do whatever it takes to succeed in, in swim. You know, hopefully as a, as a 10-year-old, he's going to say, okay, I'm, I need to run, I need to go out and lift weights, or I need to go out and, you know, he's not going to take that as, man, I need to find me some metabolic steroids right now and shoot up so I can have more strength in my legs so I can swim faster. No, he's not thinking that. But, you know, 
you're you're told from a young age to work hard and to succeed. Okay, you know, oh Sean, take do whatever it takes for you to succeed out in Hollywood. Okay, so am I? Whose couch do I need to? You know, the old saying is, "Whose salad do I need to toss to be able to get a job here?" You know, and and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like when you talked about you know everything with Britney Spears and how. I mean, exploitation has to happen on a high level that we we probably can't even imagine. And for, you know, and like you said, Travis, in 1999, Stan, Stanley Kubrick's bringing it to light and saying, hey, this stuff is going on. But that was, think about that, that was, that was 20 years before Jeffrey Epstein's name was even mentioned. You know, and what's funny is I don't even think that was his real intention with the film. I think it was just kind of like a little jab he did. But you have to think, you have to think though that he knew it was based off something. He, it yeah, had exactly. to, that's such a exactly. wild concept. That's right. such a wild idea to come up with for a movie. It had to have been based off of something. And considering where, like, he's a Hollywood director, it has to, he has to have seen something to base it off of, unless that was just completely in his head, which. Like I said, I've heard he was kind of a nut. But... Oh, hey, one of our listeners, wow. yeah. shout out to KFK, Kyle McGuire, says there used to be a Facebook group for Darden Prairie. Might still be, but it was for groups for swinging and orgy parties. LOL, several subdivisions in that town are known for it, he said. Thank you, KFK. <laughs> this was such a left field episode. I oh, like I my God. I'm gonna, when, I, when, I, when I put this on... When I put this on, when I put this on uh, Spotify tomorrow, I'm going to have to put a warning on it. Warning. Yeah, don't don't let your kids listen to this. Yes, they, please. Uh, they is, listen. This isn't know. a kid friendly episode. No, no, no. So, oh, anyway, so it's uh, so a few things that uh, we are uh, getting ready, and I the boys don't know this yet, but we are we are now at 595 followers. At the beginning of the year, if you remember, back in January, we were celebrating getting over 500 followers. And in the course of the year, we're almost up to 600 followers. Uh, excited about that. Uh, our TikTok thing, we gotta really... Got to get that 1,000. We got to get that 1,000 on TikTok. We just we just crossed the 100 threshold in TikTok, which that's pretty amazing. We still average about... Uh, we're still... This week, we actually had a really big week this week. Uh, on our TikTok views and everything, we were close to 2,000 views this week. Uh, so I was really stoked about that. But we really, 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 you know, like Sean said, it's not about putting shitty, more shitty content on TikTok. But, you know, hey, a little bit more never hurt anybody. So um, we want to thank you for that. And thank you for all of our new listeners. We uh, We can't do it without you guys. So anyway, I'm I'm exhausted. I, I'm literally exhausted. I'm exhausted now, Sean. And I was more excited about this episode just to see how uncomfortable you specifically were going to be. With. <laughs> well, that's why I, I said in the group chat, I was like, "I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared, Travis." <laughs> this oh, was yeah, definitely I, uh, a lefty one, but it was, it was fun. Yeah. I don't know. No, you, you, you always got to swing for the fences, and sometimes it'll land in my field. So no, that it, it worked out for other places. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. This was um, kind of a crazy week for all of us uh, behind the scenes as well. So worked out perfectly. Um, again, to our listeners, as as V just said, 
um, continue to do what you do. Um, we'll continue to make more content and get those reels out on, on TikTok as we build that following, as we build the rest of our following. But again, be a friend, tell a friend um, to our loyal listeners. Thank you all so much. Um, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Reason podcast. Be sure to check out our other content on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok.